Well, you know what I think. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to deny that. I do want everyone to feel comfortable. That's why I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Please do not go religious. Somebody's going to hell over there. He better not. Even the devil will speak the truth for, for his own purposes. This is war. Accept it. Back to Jerusalem podcast. Yeah, I'm back and I'm armed with righteousness. With your host, Eugene Bach. He just seems like he's got it all figured out. He's a righteous dude. Yep. Hello and welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I'm coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of Sweden this time. Uh, But my guest that I have on our Back to Jerusalem podcast today, I believe is in the United States. His name is Pastor Tony Scott, and he has a, a great book out that I just wanted to introduce to you, our Back to Jerusalem audience. Uh, Pastor Scott, you still there? I am here, yes. Great. Thank you so much for joining us on the Back to Jerusalem podcast. It is a honor to have you. Well, it's an honor to be on with you. Uh, I had been given uh, a kind of a, a breakdown of a, of a new book that you had just come out with, and I wanted to chat with you a little bit about it as it deals with marriage, from what I understand. And um, if you could, I would like, if you could just take like a minute or so just to introduce yourself to our audience. Well, I'm a pastor in Toledo, Ohio. During this church for 47 years, my wife and I together, Last August the 18th, 4.05 a.m. in the morning, Shirley Ann, my wife of 55 years, went to be with the Lord. We were writing the book together. Um, She had written her part, and I was beginning to write my part. And uh, in the midst of writing the book, I prayed about what the name of the book would be. And and the title, One Plus One Equals One, uh, came uh, mightily into my spirit. And I discovered something, Eugene, that I had never referred to in this way. It's called the law of oneness. And the law of oneness was there in the Godhead before there was ever a creation. One God eternally existing in, in three manifestations of his presence, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, but one. And so the book is written on the power of the law of oneness, which is a law that God unleashed into his universe from the Godhead. Therefore, when we become one with God, we have then the opportunity to become one with each other. And unless you become one with God, you can never really experience the oneness of Genesis chapter 2 in a marriage relationship. So it requires being one with God, to know God in a covenant relationship, and then enter into that covenant relationship with your spouse and have oneness. So the significance of the book today is that the law, the power of the law of oneness, could really be injected into our world at this time because we have all this divisiveness. Are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? Um do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? So, so we're dividing people. Uh, racism is a huge problem in our world, especially the topic of racism uh, is in our country. And, and the book is written on the fact and the basis of the fact of the power of the law of oneness, which has the power to bring us together, to do away with the polarization and the separatism that's being taught even by 
a lot of our political leaders to bring us together to focus. This power of this law works with sports teams. It works in business. It works in commerce. It works anywhere you apply it in bringing a oneness. Uh, God always intended for us to be one with him through his son, Jesus Christ. And we were never supposed to have 5,000 denominations on earth. We were supposed to be the kingdom of God. Uh, actually, church has become a very divisive thing in our world. Uh, because if you don't believe like we believe, then you're wrong. And uh, I just think that what's missing there is the power of the law of oneness. I uh, did. Did you say that you and your wife had been married for fifty-five years? That's correct. Wow, and um, I, I'm I'm sorry to hear about her passing. Um, as you as you were writing this, was there was this this law of oneness? Was this something that came to you after her passing, before her passing? What? Uh, how did the writing of this book change, or did it? change at all from the time that she passed until the time that it was that you wrote your part no we actually lived the law of oneness we we understood genesis 2 from very early on in our marriage where she came from a, a pastor's home i came from a christian family uh, so we were raised up uh, in in the church or raised up to serve god but very early on we grasped and understood the power of the law of oneness. I did not call it a law at that time. I, I came to believe in the laws of the kingdom of God as I studied the New Testament. You actually will find 39 laws in the New Testament that were given to us by God for the operation of his kingdom. So the number one law is the power of oneness, the law of oneness, and then that's the foundational law of the universe. I, I say number. I say one is the most powerful number in the Bible because God is one, and he wants us to be one with him. And when we become one with each other in a marriage relationship, we have the greatest relationship. So, no, we lived it, and so we were writing about our lives. Was this the first time that you, the two of you had attempted to write a book together? Yes, I have written three other books. Uh, this is the fourth book. Okay. Uh, but she and I had never written one together. We'd talked about it for more than 10 years. And she had written things down that she wanted to go in the book, and she finished her part of it before she ever went to heaven. So I sat down uh, with a, a young lady in our church, uh, Lauren Clark. Uh, she's an English-British uh, literature teacher in high school, and taking a break to have some children, but she uh, helped me to formulate uh, into a book uh, the things that my wife had written along with the things that I wrote. When I saw this, it was sent to me by a, by a, a, a friend, and uh, he had shared about this book, One Plus One Equals One. One of the things that I saw that kind of caught my eye um, said, warning, many couples will experience an increase in passionate, intimate sexual love as they read the truths in that book. Can you give us some insight why that kind of warning would be attached to, to the book? Well, because I wanted people to be aware of the power of the law of oneness. Uh, when we become one with God, the intimacy of that relationship has a profound effect upon our behavior. 
It has a profound effect on our passion for God, our passion for his kingdom. So if you go back and read the Song of Solomon, uh, you get the picture of God wanting us to be in in an intimate, passionate relationship with him. But he gave us that book, in my opinion, so that we could also know that in a marriage relationship, God wants us to have a passionate love for each other. And of course, that passion often plays out in, along the lines of our sexuality and the sexual relationship. So in Genesis 2, the Bible clearly indicates that as they became one, as they had sexual relationships, the marriage was consummated, the covenant was consummated. I, what I love about this is that you know I've been I've been living and working in China for the last twenty years and and even though you're in the Midwest uh, you're writing a book in the English language uh, what you are describing is a challenge for so many Christians not just in the U S but also in China as well I've been working with so many pastors that you know the the church and the growth has just been exploding um, the the miracles and the signs have been following the 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 ministry um and yet there have been challenges you know with the with their with their spouse with their family they're not immune um we've seen and right now i'm doing this podcast from europe uh here we have seen the same kind of attacks on marriages that we're seeing you know in other nations as well in and christian marriages are not immune to this i mean when we look at the recent COVID-19 pandemic, it, it's amazing how many resources that the world has put behind fighting this. It's also amazing the kind of sacrifices that governments and, and citizens are willing to make in order to keep that pandemic, that disease from hitting their family. Yet, I, I think that some people would describe, at least I would, I don't know if you would as well, describe the attacks on marriage to be something that that is a, that that is endemic throughout the entire world and the, and the even within the church, am I wrong? Well, yeah, no, you're not wrong. But you, but you have to go back to the book of Genesis, how God created this whole universe and put mankind on the earth, and said they would become one, like He is one. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity that I personally believe in. He said, I want you to have a spouse. I want it to be male, female. I want you to come together. I want you to experience the power of a law of oneness. I want the oneness in your marriage relationship to spill over into the family. Number one institution by God is marriage. Marriage obviously came before family. It comes before the church. So if you're the enemy, if you're the demonic force that's at work in this world, what are you going to go after? You're going to go after the foundational law of the universe, the power of one in a marriage relationship. And if you can destroy that, if you can diminish that in any wise, you can then destroy families, diminish families. You can actually destroy cultures and society and nations. If you can somehow disrupt that law of unity, that law of oneness that comes in the marriage relationship, because it actually spills over into all of society. If I'm not misunderstanding you, it sounds like what you are saying is that oneness in marriage between spouses is the bedrock for functioning societies. 
I am absolutely saying that because God himself said that in Genesis chapter 2. And I don't understand why churches, ministries, do not put more of an emphasis on this law of oneness. I, it's right there from the very beginning. You come into the New Testament in what is Jesus saying, my father and I are one. What does he say to us? I want you to be one with me like my father and I are one. So the law of oneness, Eugene, permeates the entire universe of God, and every law of the kingdom comes off of that law. It's the foundational law of the universe. Well, I absolutely love it. The name of the book is called One Plus One Equals One with Pastor Tony Scott and his late wife, Shirley. Um, Pastor, if somebody wanted to get this book, where do they go? They go to TonyScott.tv. TonyScott.tv. That's our website. You can purchase the book directly off the website. Uh, it's also offered on our store on Amazon, but we prefer you go to our website. That way we know that you get the book and we'll send it right out. So it's TonyScott.tv. Love it. Thank you so much, Pastor. Again, the name of the book is called One Plus One Equals One with Pastor Tony Scott and his late wife, Shirley. You can purchase that on TonyScott.tv. Pastor Scott, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. It was wonderful to have you on. And I love this idea of the, the, the law of oneness. I'm looking forward to reading this. Thank you, Eugene. God bless you and your ministry. God bless you as well, brother. And I want to thank you for downloading this Back to Jerusalem podcast. Again, I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of Sweden. God bless you.